0: Welcome back to Dear Believers and Unbelievers podcast. I am your host, Mashana Crawford. Um, And so let's dive right in. So we are going to tackle chapter seven today um, about judging, um, seeking and knocking and getting into the narrow way. Everything that is in chapter seven, we're going to dive into real quickly before we start. If you have not seen episode one episode through one through six for chapter one through six in the book of Matthew. We will be in the book of Matthew for a while. If you have not seen, um, I'm sorry, not seen, heard. <laughs> if you have not heard that episode, those episodes, definitely catch up on that. If you had not checked out the trailer of introduction of what everything you can expect, if you're new to listening to this podcast, um, then definitely check that out as well. So we're going to head into prayer and we're going to get started. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day you've given us. Thank you for providing, Father. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, Lord. To everyone that is listening to my voice, Father. Lord, let the Holy Spirit come through, Father. We welcome the Holy Spirit. We welcome your presence, Lord. In this episode, Father, that it will minister and help us, Lord, and strengthen us up. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So let's jump right into it. First things first, do not judge. <laughs> okay. Let's see what the Lord has to say. So we are going to go in chapter seven. We're going to read one through six first. Um, I always like to tell you guys the version that I will always um probably be teaching from, and that is New Kings James Version. Okay. Um, so if you have a different version, it's probably gonna be a little bit different, but that's the version that I'm coming from today. So let's jump right into it. Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you used, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, a plank is in your own eye, hypocrite. First, remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn the tear and turn and tear you in pieces. Okay, Judging. Right. Lord is saying. Do not judge, right? But he said, why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? He says, if you judge, you will be judged with the same measure you judge. If you know certain people, right? <laughs> um, I'll use me as an example. I literally, man... Look, I can, look, I can judge. And the crazy thing about it is we'll judge, we'll judge off of little things, right? I'll judge off of if I was to do something this way and that person doesn't do it the same way I would do it. There's instantly a judging that come to place. Now you might not want to admit it. I'm fine with admitting, admitting it, right? I'm very transparent, but I literally, I do that. Right. And I have to catch myself and be like, oh, no, girl, (laughs) you slow your roll. Right. Um, Because the same way I'm judging that one person is the same measure that the Lord is going to hold me accountable to is going to judge me, too. And so you have to make sure that you're being careful with judging. And it's so easy to do. You might be doing it and not intentionally. Right. Or not even discerning that you are doing it, but you're judging right and spiritual discernment and judging those are two different things right you'll hear about spiritual discernment and spiritual discernment right it is righteously judging now spiritual discernment you are judging that fruit you are judging okay uh that person might have said something but i don't i don't see their fruit right so i know that they're not a child of god i don't see it Right. Or a spiritual discernment can be a burden in your spirit or um, you can listen to someone. You can just you can just know that something is not right. Right. And so spiritual discernment and judging, you have fleshly judging. Right. And this is what that's saying. Do not judge because you literally can judge out of a fleshly, uh, um, a fleshly place. Um carnally judging other people right oh why does she have those shoes on or you know what I mean that doesn't even match with um her purse like that's judgment does that make sense so what he's saying right there is no how are you going to judge this person and you still have a lot to work on and that's why we have to be careful to judge people because we'll judge someone of the same thing that we struggle with right? We'll judge a liar for lying, but you just told a lie yesterday. You get what I'm saying? So judging is one of those things that will literally wake you up and be like, well, let me, let me get my house in order. And that's what the Lord is saying. Get your house in order first and then, right. And then go to that person and help your brother out. Right. Then go to your brother and be like, Hey, I don't think you should be doing that. Once you have got your stuff in order once you have stopped doing the very thing that you judge that other person on with doing. Okay. So that was Matthew seven, one through six. Um, If you want to read up on that section, keep seeking and knocking. Let's dive into that. That is seven through 12. Okay. Seven through 12. And it reads. Do you for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts for your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven Give good things to those who ask him. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, you also to them. You also. Sorry. Let's read that again. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. There we go. For this is the law and the prophets. Okay. So what the Lord is saying is, look, okay, anyone that seeks right it will be given he says ask anyone that asks it will be given a lot of the times we are so scared to ask the Lord but then we are upset why nothing is happening right or why why we're like well you know Lord you know I'm I'm going through it but you you don't see a breakthrough. What did you ask? Right. Did you go into prayer and was just like, Lord, please allow that breakthrough to come. Lord, I'm drowning these trials and these tribulations. Everything that's happening in my life right now is is piling up. Right. If you're like, Lord, give me right. Give me spiritual discernment so I can discern. I can discern people. Pray for that. Lord, if you're struggling with understanding, Lord, give me the understanding so I can understand your word pray for that right you but you have to ask Keyword: word are you asking for that are you asking for it and so that's powerful he said if you ask it will be given to you seek and you will find seek and you will find you seek the lord you're gonna find him (laughs) it's it's guaranteed if you seek the lord you will find him but are you seeking him A lot of the people say, well, you know, my prayers aren't answered or, you know, I I just, I don't understand, you know, what's going on and I don't feel the Lord, right? Well, are you seeking him? Because he said, you'll find him, right? Seek and you shall find. Then he says, knock and it will be open to you. Knock. There might be some doors you're trying to walk through, right? But. Did you knock? And what that knock means to me is, Lord, did I, did I ask you? Lord, did I, did I knock? Did I walk through that door with you? Did you lead me to that door? Right? And so knock, and he said, it shall, shall be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and who, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it is open. Right. So he said, whatever man is there among you, if his son asks for bread, we'll give him a stone, a stone. So what he's saying is, if you ask, right, he's going to show up and be there for you. But what he's saying is, it's almost like our right our 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 earthly family, right? We will Ask for help from, like, say your mom, right? Say you'll call up your mom. You're going through it. You're like, Mom, you know, I need your help. Um, You know, I need you to loan me some money. Whatever it is, Mom, I need you, you know, to pick up my kids from daycare. Whatever that might be. And you ask, right? And they show up. They help. Well, you know, we'll say nine out of ten times, right? (laughs) Right? Your family will show up for you, right? That's the same thing that he's saying. He's saying, look, if you ask, if you seek me, if you come to me with an open heart, I'm going to be here for you, right? I'm going to provide, I'm going to show up in your life. And so that's what I get from that passage of scripture. Okay. Then he says. Right. If you then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the father who is in heaven give gifts? give good things to those who ask him Um, okay literally right the world showers the world but we'll have right unbelievers or people that don't know Christ and they give great gifts right they provide for their family the Lord is saying if they will do why don't you think that I right in the heaven above all Man, right above earth, why don't you think I would shower and give good things to you? Right, so that's powerful. Powerful. So, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. That just goes back to common courtesy, to be honest. If you and I, I really had to really had to think on that and really be like, I don't know why I would have a problem. Being nice to this person if I want them to be nice to me. I don't know why I would have a problem being kind to this person if I want them to be kind to me. I don't know why I would have a problem with not gossiping about this person if I don't want someone to gossip about me. And so it goes, it goes back to simple, simple principles. And the Lord is literally giving us principles and principles and statues to live by and this is so powerful powerful so that that's seven through twelve okay now let's jump into the narrow way the narrow way and we are going to read Matthew 7 13 through 14 okay 13 through 14 and it reads enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And therefore, I'm sorry, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. It says enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate Broad is the way that leads to destruction, right? The narrow gate and wide gate. Let's break that down. Enter by the narrow gate, right? Enter by the narrow gate. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Broad is following the world's standards, the world's principles, the world's morals, the world's view. Of how to live your life, right? The world would tell me to live my life, to drink every day, to right, to um depend on them, depend on everyone else, um, would tell me to just do all type of things, right? If someone hits me to hit them back. Um, and that's the principles that a lot of people have heard of, right? And so the world would lead me on the path of destruction. The world doesn't say turn the other cheek, right? The Bible does. The world says get even. The world says do revenge, right? And so what's so powerful is that is the broad way, right? The broad way is everything this flesh wants to do. Our flesh wants to, as soon as someone does something that didn't make us feel good or hurt our feelings or made us mad. The flesh wants to retaliate. The flesh wants revenge. The flesh wants to get even, right? But that's the broad. He said the broad is the way that leads to destruction. That is the way that leads to destruction. The narrow is turning the other cheek the narrow is blessing your enemy the narrow is loving the unlovable the narrow is showing kindness and love and peace in this dark world that obeying the scripture right obeying the lord whatever he's telling you obeying the lord right being born again surrendering surrendering your life to him taking up your cross and following him that's the narrow way the narrow gate that's hard to do can we just talk about it that's the challenging to do because every day you wake up your flesh wants to do something totally opposite than what your spirit wants to do my flesh wars against the holy spirit the holy spirit right walking by the spirit is so important because when you walk by the flesh that's how you get in that broad way right that's how you that's how you walk down the broad gate but when you're leading and walking by the spirit and letting the holy spirit lead you and letting the lord lead you in your life that is the narrow path that is how you stay in route right life is literally like a gps this is the easiest way i can explain it Life is literally like a GPS. It will either take you the wrong way or the right way. We all know once we get in the car, um, I use Google GPS for mine. As soon as I go to a new destination that I'm not familiar with, I put it in my GPS. As soon as I put it in my GPS, I start the car. I get driving, right? I start driving. Well, if the GPS is lost, then I'm lost. Because if the GPS can't find the location, I'm now confused. And so what happens is if I'm lost, I'm already on the broad path, right? I don't know. I have no direction. I have no no clue where I'm going. But when I'm on that narrow path, direction comes in because I'm now being directed by the Lord. I'm now being directed by the Holy Spirit. I'm now being directed by that GPS, which is the Father right? He's the one directing our paths. He is our GPS, right? The narrow path, yes, it's going to be challenging at times. Yes, it's going to be harder, right? But the broad path, you have no direction. You have no no direction. But when you walk the narrow path, you have direction from the Father himself. By his spirit, That was given to you as soon as you became saved. And as soon as you surrendered your life. Right? So. Super important. Okay? Let's jump right into. You will know them by their fruits. Okay? And I also forgot to say too. It says narrow gate is difficult is the way which leads to life. Okay? So. And the Lord is saying it right there. The narrow gate the narrow gate right is difficult the lord is saying i know it's not going to be easy i know it's going to be a fight i know it's going to be a challenge i know it's going to be difficult but that in the end leads to life and he said there's few who find it that's scary because everyone that just shows you everyone wants to do it the easy way everyone wants to live by their own standards no one wants to hear the truth anymore no one wants to be held accountable by the word of god everyone wants to do and fulfill their own desires and that's powerful and he said if you continue to go on the narrow path it leads to life i want to go on a path that's going to lead to life not death right so we have to remember that so let's move on to you will know them by their fruits okay you will know them by their fruits so we're going to go to 15 verse 20 15 verse 20 and it reads beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravenous wolves you will know them by their fruits do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? even so every good tree bears good fruit but a bad tree bears bad fruit And a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. Mm. I'm telling you, that's the truth. You have. So the important thing, right? He said, you will know them by their fruit, right? Good works, fruits of the spirit, right? So let's get into the good works. So he, what he's saying is, right? He said, even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but bad trees bear bad fruit. You have a person that says, you know, I love the Lord, I love the Lord, but you don't ever see their fruit. And that's important because I got so confused, especially when I was trying to learn about the Lord and like right in that first month, I was so confused because I was like, Lord, there's so many people that say, there's so many people that say they love you, but I I don't, I don't, I don't see it in their actions. I don't see it in their life. Right. And I wasn't discerning that what I was trying to see was the fruit, and I couldn't see any fruit. And so he says, that's how you know if they're my children, because everyone is claiming to be a child of God. But what happens is you have to see, is there fruit there? Is there fruit? Because that's how I know you're a child of God, right? And so the good works, right? Those are one of, um, one of them too. And then the fruits of the spirit, the a fruit, love, joy, peace, gentleness, long suffering, right? Kindness, right? Says he said, Beware of false prophets. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. Powerful, powerful. Because what he's saying is not everyone that preaches a sermon is preaching from the Holy Spirit. Okay. Not everyone, just like that scripture that says, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter in the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone that is claiming and is teaching about the Lord knows the Lord. Does that make sense? Not everyone that reads their word is rooted in the word. Not everyone that says they love God, follow God. Okay. So it's super important. There's so many false prophets out here that literally could be an episode in itself, but there's so many false prophets out here. It's not even funny. You will have like people And that's where you really have to, how do I want to wear this? That's how you really, you really have to pray for spiritual discernment, right? If you have spiritual discernment, really pray to understand it because you might have spiritual discernment and you don't even understand it, right? Um, I had to pray, Lord, show me who am I listening to um, if they're false prophets. Uh, if they're a false prophet lord and also show me and allow me to go in the word when they're teaching so i can figure out what their teaching is the truth or a lie what their teaching is from the holy spirit or the flesh what they're teaching is from the word of god or from themselves and the lord and testing the spirit is so important when it comes to false prophets because you have to test the spirit okay test the spirit go to the lord right Um, even my podcast, go to the Lord, right? Um, about what I'm guys, what I'm teaching you guys in the book of Matthew, go to the Lord, test the spirit on anyone, right? Because it's so important and we're living in the last days to the fact that there'll be more false prophets. There'll be more deception spirits out here, right? Um, that people are just teaching from their own way. They're not even allowing the Holy Spirit to guide them. that's so important. So it's Matthew 7, 15, verse 20. Okay. And that literally says, um, math and that's Matthew 21, verse 22. Not everyone that says, Lord, Lord will enter in the kingdom of heaven. Um, yeah. So whoever does the will of my father in heaven, let's read that real quickly. So the Lord says, not everyone that says the Lord, Lord, will enter in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 21, verse 22. Let's read it. Um, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Mm. Now, that might be the most scariest verse in the Bible because that shows, you know, you might have taught so many different sermons. You might have preached so many different sermons. You might have had a, a whole little small group. You might have been so active in your in your local church or in the church that you um, attend. But if your heart. OK, if if you did not have a heart. That loved the Lord and you were doing it and you had your own motives the lord can see that the lord can see it and if you are not truly saved, he can see it if you are saying one thing to people right but you're totally living a different lifestyle he he can see it and so so powerful um it's such an awakening, awaking verse to really be like whoa you know The Lord's not playing build on the rock. Let's read that, right? Build on the rock, Matthew seven. And then we'll close out with this Matthew seven, 24, 28, 24, 28. And it reads, therefore, whoever hears these sayings in, he said, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears will be like a foolish man who built in his house on the sand And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. And so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teachings, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Okay, that is powerful. And what he's saying is your foundation is the word. If you do it and not just hearing. okay. He said, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man. OK, it's one thing to hear the word of God. It's one thing to hear a sermon. It's one thing to hear preaching. It's one thing to, you know, hear a scripture or listen to a scripture. It's another thing to do it. It's another thing to live your life according to the word of God. It's another thing to follow Jesus. It's another thing to walk by the spirit, right? And so there's there's a difference. You can tell who hears the word, but don't practice it. You can tell who hears the word and does the word, right? It's in their actions, Right? And so I thought that was so powerful because the word of God is literally our foundation, right? The Lord used um, a parable of the house, right? Your foundation matters. You can't build a house on straw, right? It almost reminds me of the three little pigs, right? You can't buy um, a house that's made out of straw. It's not when the wind's... Right when bad weather comes, it's not going to stand. It's not going to be able to stand. You have to have a strong, firm foundation. Right? You have to be rooted in the Lord. You have to have that anchor. And so that really is like a great explanation of how you can see people read the Word, but then it penetrates everyone differently. You you can see the world. You can see the Word actually played out in their life, and that you can see the Word that's not played out in someone's life, because their foundation has to be on the Word of God. Right. The Lord has to be your foundation. He just has to be Um, because that's what keeps your peace. That's what keeps your joy. That's what keeps you rooted when outside everything is looking bad, but you have that inner peace and that comes from the Lord. Perfect. That literally comes from the Lord. So that is it for today's episode. Um, I pray that this was able to bless and encourage you guys. Um, if you are an unbeliever and you're like, you know, wow, I really, yeah, I really didn't even know all of that. Um, I am ready to surrender my life to the Lord. I'm ready to find that peace. I'm ready to, um, just really build a relationship with him. Then all you have to do is believe that he is the Lord Um, and the savior of your life that he died on the cross and he rose again in three days okay Um, and believe that with all your heart and you are saved all right so let's say a prayer to end this out dear heavenly father we thank you for this day you've given us lord thank you for allowing your spirit to come through father and lead us in this bible study lord lord we ask that anyone that doesn't believe in you father that you allow them to cultivate a relationship with you lord we ask that this was able to encourage your children father that are listening in jesus name we pray amen amen so i hope you guys have a great week enjoy the rest of your day um and just bless you guys i will see you on the next episode